everybody, and welcome to the first, the inaugural episode of the Orange Milk Mafia podcast. I am your co-host, Job Wren. Joined with me, as always, Isaiah. <laughs> what the ladies call me, Zizé. Zizé is French for Zizé. <laughs> I like how you stuttered after I introduced. Or, <laughs> it didn't come as smoothly as the first time we were practicing. I didn't I was, really introduce you. I kind of just said. Yeah, you didn't say the right thing. You were just like, oh, yeah, like, as always. <laughs> it usually is like, is. I, I thought you that. might say the is part. Do you want to start that over? No, no, no. I mean, it's not as close, whatever, you know? So, what is this? What are we doing here? <laughs> so, yeah, this first episode is very, um, we have no idea what we're doing at all. So, obviously, one of the things we're going to cover in, in this episode is, you know, talking a little bit about who we are, whatever. Because, arguably, this is the best podcast that you've ever heard. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you're never going to hear anything greater than this. And I'm not just talking about podcasts. I just mean in general. I don't know. You think episode two might be better than the first one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> first one's definitely going to be the one because this is like a rare episode. Like, yo, bro, you listen to Orange Milk Mafia? Yeah, I do. You ever heard episode one? Nah, bro. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess I'll just we'll just uh, talk about like how we got the name for the show, because I mean, that's that's always important to, to know where Simpson came from. Um, you want to take a stab at this? Or you uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm going to definitely let you tell most of the story, but it was like a it was a very collective effort. Um, we were going through a lot of names. Just to give you some context, we were going through a lot of different names. Um, like we West even West. did that Childish Gambino thing. We went on the uh, Wu Tang <laughs> website and like tried, bro. But some of those names are just so outlandish. We were like, all right, let's go to something different. Yeah, bro. I don't know what it's called, but there's that other website. It's like is- it's like some just. Uh- like if you type into Google or anything like that and just type in like random name generator or like world generator, it's like the second or third one that pops up probably because, I mean, well, it might be the first actually because it's Horrible. really popular. But it basically asks you, uh, like if, you, if you're doing it now, it basically asks you to give you just a list. Of, it gives you a list of questions and you just fill out what you think it is. And then it'll just fill in names. I can't even remember what some of them were. The problem I have with it is like, even with the Wu-Tang <clears throat> one, at least it like, it doesn't directly stem from what you put in. It's like, oh, these are names that will be similar to that. Yeah. That one literally just takes the answers that you put. It's like Mad Libs. Like they just Pretty like much. fill it in and it's just like, oh, okay. I think at one point we added like Kool-Aid in there or purple and it was like purple Kool-Aid Crusader. Bro, there's literally no synchronicity between the questions at all though. Like that's my problem with it. It's just kind of like, oh, you're thinking of a band name. What's your favorite type of milk? Um, 3%? Oh, where were you born? Wait a second. There's no such thing as 3%. <laughs> I just realized that as soon as I came out my mouth. So, as a, a perfect segue <laughs> to 3% milk, <laughs> how we got the name is we were originally thinking of like names if we were to like be like a music duo, hence like the favorite band question. And we just went through countless things. We literally sat for hours looking around the room at what we might be able to choose. And randomly, 
Like, uh, so before he had came over a couple days ago, um, I, he told me he was coming over. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the store and get some food because like I didn't have anything made or cooked. So normally I was just gonna go grab some pizzas and just call it a day. But while I'm shopping around the store, I just see this like, I, I walk past the milk section in Kroger and I just see like orange milk. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's like, what is this? Why is this a thing? Um, I just I was very confused by it and conflicted because I was like I feel like I need this in my life I don't know if it's gonna taste good if it's gonna taste bad I didn't know if it was like a creamer for like your coffee but now that I'm saying this out loud orange creamer for your coffee probably (laughs) sound like a bad choice sound like a bad choice I would try it but I mean at the time I was just coming back from being gone for a while and I told JB that we were gonna like you know, think of a bunch of stuff. We were never going to be bored again. So yeah. we just made this, I made this huge list and added JV to it. Just put a bunch of weird stuff on it that we yeah. could do. And uh, like one of the things we tried was uh, one on the list was like try a weird food, at least weird to us. It was uh, like called Samacho, which is like this Japanese, uh, more Asian style, like fish ice cream. Now, okay, when I say that, it sounds really, really bad. Fish ice cream being is like the outer side layer is like a, um, it's like a it's a waffle cone but it's shaped like a fish exactly and it's got like some red bean layer in it and of course that's weird to us because <laughs> no who's gonna think of putting red beans with ice cream nonetheless it was really really good like it, it tasted pretty good so coming back around exactly that <laughs> we've spent like six minutes <laughs> trying to explain avoid. basically i'm walking past and i see this orange milk we're sitting in the uh, in the room just going through names just what we can i was just like what about orange milk and Isaiah just looks at me and just like, sure. Like, no, no, I looked at you and was like, nah. <laughs> then we started like drinking it or doing something. We just chilling. I was trying to fill up like a resume. And after we were done, you know, it was after we were done eating this uh, Samacho. Yeah. After that. we were done eating the Samacho, I was like, I don't know, bro. I'm kind of feeling orange milk. And he was like, oh, for real? I thought it was going to hit you. And then I was just like, no, 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 no. Put orange milk mafia. And he was just like, ah. <laughs> it's like, <gasps> like a light bulb literally went off above yeah. my head. And it was like, perfect. Like, this is it. So that's what this is. It's literally stemmed from us drinking milk and just trying to come up with some name that would like hit. And uh, this is the orange milk mafia. So this is a podcast. Like I said, arguably the best podcast that you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, 10 out of 12. Arguably though, arguably like I would argue it. I would have to argue it though. Like I can't just like be like, "Yo, this is the best one." But like, if you give me enough time, I'll argue it. You're like, <laughs> "Dang, this is the best thing I ever heard in my life." Like, <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, you know? It's it's a thing we're doing here. Chilling. We're here. Um, You're here. I'm here. I am. The audience is here. They're listening. So I guess I don't know. To segue from that, now you guys understand why we chose Orange Milk Mafia. Now we spent. What do we stand for? What the heck does that mean? Yeah. What like what are you going to talk about? That's probably one of the biggest questions, right? Like, I'll be honest, guys. We didn't start this podcast like thinking, oh man, we're gonna uh, address this issue and we're gonna do this and we're gonna have episodes about this serious stuff, bro. Me and JB are not serious guys at all. So I mean, we'll have. There will be some. I mean, there will be a lot of episodes that we have very like complex and deep conversation, but you know, a lot of times we'd be joking around. I mean, either one of those can segue into either direction. A Pretty complex much. can go to comedy or a comedy can go to complex real quick. Exactly. So that being said, what's on your mind? I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. While I was on my way over here, I was thinking to myself, when's the last time I seen a mouse? 
And I'm thinking, okay, last time I seen a mouse, I was a kid, right? And I was just talking a mouse, not like a rat. I'm talking about a straight up mouse. I mean, we live in Virginia. We don't really have no rats like that unless you have a possum. Like that's not a rat. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's I don't know what it is, but (laughs) but them New York rats are our busy possums, so They're not possums. They're they're masters. <laughs> so basically, what happened was I'm walking through my house when I'm a kid. I, you know, I just took my plate for dinner, and my mom's walking upstairs or back downstairs with her plate, and then she just screams and drops her plate, and we just see a mouse run across. Now at this point in my mind, I I kind of like forget about the story, and I think to myself, why are people so afraid of mice? And I was like, okay, I can't answer that. So why am I so afraid of a mouse? <laughs> and I'm not afraid of mice, but here's my thing. Anytime it has to do with picking something up or dealing with something, especially something like a mouse that you don't see often, the only thing I'm thinking about in my head is like, is this gonna bite me? And then I'm like, do mouse bite people? I don't know if they bite. I mean, they definitely bite. I mean, I think it's possible. Yeah, well, not. I don't think it's possible. I know it's possible. If they can bite cheese, like if you put or something, right, like right, that naturally on like a uh, like a mousetrap or even like a lab rat, for instance, like they they, they bite. Things. But I mean, like, is biting in a mouse's like defense mechanism? Like, if I pick a mouse up and he don't want to be picked up, will that cat just bite me? Well, I don't know. How close is your finger to his mouth? I don't know, bro. All I know is at the end of the day, when it comes to anything, bugs, snakes, anything, the only thing I'm worried about is if it's going to bite me. If it's not going to bite me, I'll pick it up. I don't care. So if a fly lands on you, the first instance is, is this going to bite me? Flies are weird, though, bro, because flies be like rubbing their hands together <laughs> and then just touching you. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like, it's never like they just rub their hands and then they just touch you. Yeah. They'll fly on something, land on it. Rub, rub their hands, hands together, together and then fly on another thing. You know what the worst thing about flies are? What? Like you know when you're trying to fall asleep and it's like eleven o'clock at night and like you it's it's been hot, like you were airing out the house or something like that, and a fly just gets in your room. <laughs> you ever fly go in your mouth? No. I had a moth go in my mouth once. <laughs> you ever ate a bug like voluntarily? No. Have you? Yes. Why? Alright, there's two there's two cases where I voluntarily ate a bug. Why were there two? Did you not figure out the first time that it was bad? So the first time was purposeful because so I was in school and they were like selling those uh dried freeze dried ones. Oh like they had like scorpions? flavors with them. Nah, it was a cricket. And oh. it was like barbecue crickets. Okay. And I was like, okay, let me try this. Ate it, not bad. The second time was a little bit nastier. The second time was like I was like <clears throat> eating a plum or like an apple off my uh at my aunt and uncle's house because they have a tree that grows fruit. I took that thing, bit into it, and it was just a straight worm just coming out of it. Did you eat it though? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the first thing that came to my head. You know how like they be having like cartoons like that? It's yeah. like an apple and it's like a worm coming out. Yeah. So like as soon as I bit into it, the worm was just like I know y'all can't see me, but it's like imagine the movement of a you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like certain sounds kind of like underlying movement so imagine the sound of a imagine the, the movement of a okay so he like comes out like and i'm looking at the worm and i just look at him and i just have like a whole daydream just like yo this little cat is just like looking at me i don't know why but I, as i'm hearing this story for the first time i'm imagining like you know how they have the cobra tamers and they're like playing the flute that's what i imagine like you're just staring at this worm as you're daydreaming Yo. about the worm, I think the worm is just like following you. Like you remember in the Karate Kid with Jaden Smith? I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like, like Master of Disguise, like, <laughs> becoming another partisan, becoming another partisan. 
<laughs> anyway, like, go ahead. It's your worm story. That was it. I mean, that was the two times I really voluntarily ate a bug. Would I ever do it again? <clears throat> yes. I'd try anything I'm once. I'm pretty sure you would absolutely eat a bug again. I'd try anything once. I have no doubts about that you would voluntarily I'm going to be honest with you. One thing that I think is crazy is I saw this documentary about Indians and how they celebrate their birthdays. And these dudes literally had a birthday cake infested with live scorpions. And they were just like old dudes was just like pulling it off by the stinger and just eating them. Well, I mean, you know that is popular in like different cultures, like in Western culture. Is that Western culture or are we the West? No, that's that's Eastern. Yeah, we're Western know. civilization. Either way, <laughs> that culture over there. I'm not trying to sound bad, but and like I, as I've seen like from people going to Japan, Korea, and things like that, or even Thailand, that is like a commodity, like eating a live scorpion. I don't know if I would do that. Yeah. Because, like, what I've heard is that the larger ones are not as, like, venomous. That's what I've always heard. It's always the smaller ones. But then I see these videos, and they're eating the smaller ones. So I'm just like, I'm confusion. But you know what's funny? First of all, two things. The first is that I'm pretty sure we learned that fact from Indiana Jones, because I was just watching that joint. Great. He said that. He was like, it's the small ones you got to worry about. That was Harrison Ford. Might be. I'm black. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But um, the second thing thing is the small ones are worse, but you just don't eat the stinger. It's the stingers are are more poisonous. I don't know if I'm going to voluntarily eat a scorpion, though. I just feel like eating anything while it's still alive is just not the move. So what would you like put on? Like, what wouldn't you eat that's alive? Let's, because I feel like the list is very. I feel like for the first time, <clears throat> I can't say I would try anything because a cat will come to me and be like, "Oh, eat this horse," and I'm just like, "He's." You mean like a cat as in a person, or like a cat as in a meow meow will come to you and say, "Eat this." As horse. in a person. <laughs> I was. Oh yeah, yeah. We be saying cat vibes. By the way, we're from the north, so. No, we're not. We're not, but we're not from the south either. So we're from the middle. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like if I had to try something in terms of insects, like we're talking about, I'd probably try anything for the first time, like a lot. What's the weirdest thing that you've ever drank? Drunk? Yeah, like juice, beverage, like not juice. I'll say, what's the weirdest beverage that you've ever drank besides orange milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang, I don't even know. Uh, the weirdest beverage I've ever drunk. Do you want me to take this first? Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, horseradish vodka. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. That's disgusting. It tastes like liquid death. Well, I mean, well, it tastes like horseradishes. But I was in Ukraine at the time, and I was just like, it's on the menu. Why not try it? I had the whole win in Rome situation because uh, while traveling, my aunt made me promise that I would not eat the same thing twice. So I had to basically try different foods every time I ate for the most part to open up my palate because I was a really picky eater. And <clears throat> your palates are really picky eater. Wait, what? You just personified your palate. <laughs> you don't personify yours? <laughs> Cause it's a really picky eater. You're the eater, though. <laughs> no. If you just settled with my palate's really picky, that would have made sense. But you said it like your palate's the one eating, not you. Like, I think I would like to think that it's a joint effort. <laughs> Between who? He doesn't choose anything. Why am I personifying it now? He? What? Anyways, me and my palate had this argument about. <laughs> anything really when it comes to food because he doesn't like it I don't like it so it's just a thing that has to happen anyways uh, horseradish vodka don't try it it's not good it's bad you told me that that's nasty that sounds kind of weird though I mean it's been a while it's been like two years I tried it again um I think the weirdest things I've ever drunk I've had a lot of weird stuff bro like um 
I can't really think of one that was necessarily nasty. I usually end up liking it. The first weird thing I probably ever had was uh, a beverage in Dominican Republic called Mama Juana. Excuse me. And it's rum mixed with aged roots. So they take like wine and roots and they put it in a bottle for like a really long time. They age it and then they mix rum with it and they call it Mama Juana. I just want to let you know that that doesn't like while you're telling that again, here's what's happening in my brain. I'm going to the jungle. I find a tree. I chop the root from said tree, take it out and put it in a bottle with rum and age it for 20 No, no, that that actually <clears throat> you thinking more of another drink I tried when I was in Africa called called this one's called Van de Palm. So it's palm tree veins. They they literally extract juice, the liquids from the veins of a palm tree. And it's already fermented because it's inside. And uh, they just drink it. Now, that's a hard drink. Not everybody likes that at first. I didn't like it at first. It actually tastes like alcohol. And so I mean, how like many times do you alcohol. have to drink it in order to like it? Uh, Probably like probably like four or five times. The first time it was hard, man. Yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if I want to do that. I just, and I would just have to just like <clears throat> it. I don't know if I want to juice a tree. The dude who did it, bro, like he would must have been doing it for a long time. He's an old guy. He just chopped down trees and just. I still don't know if I just want to juice a tree. Like that just doesn't sound appealing to me. Like you I can, can milk a spider. I think you can juice a tree. Like, but milking a spider is different. You're not consuming its web. Yeah, but at least the tree doesn't fight back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what trees you're talking to. But the trees I talk to, I don't really know what a spider going to do, bro. I, I don't even really understand how that works. Like, how you milk a spider or how just spiders are existing? Where did I even hear that? And that was in a movie. Like, I feel like that has to do with something with Spider-Man. No, no, no. That was in Get Smart. You remember that movie? Yeah, I remember the movie. I don't remember. The, like, It was the two nerd dudes. They were like, uh, in order to, they made that uh, little pocket knife thing for Steve Carell. And they were just like, in order to get that, we had to do the, uh, the silk from a, from a, freaking spider and we had to milk it ourselves and they do not like it i was like it just sounds painful though for the spider that's like when you pull an ingrown hair like uh i i'm a i keep saying i'm imagining <laughs> clearly i'm imagining it's my brain um <clears throat> i think of how that story is said my mind thinks of it in the way of like if you pull an ingrown hair like how painful that is sometimes because it's ingrown I think that's what like a spider might be experiencing. It just seems so weird to be holding a spider in one hand and then like a gigantic needle and just like slowly but surgically sticking a needle into a spider. Yeah. Where do you even know where to stick it? Like, how do you, how could you possibly just look at a spider and identify where his organs may be? Like, I mean, well, microscopes. Still, if you look at a microscope on a spider, you can't see inside of him. Well, you can't see inside of him, but like spiders have been around for a while. So have scientists. So clearly somebody was just like, I'm going to explain. I'm going to, I'm going to milk this. <laughs> I'm a, so, somebody need to milk this cat. <laughs> That's just weird to me. Like, I don't, I don't think, I mean, you can, is it technically milking a, a snake? Would, would that be the same term? I don't know because I always thought that the reason I always thought that I don't really know. I don't, I don't know what there's no correlation between silk and milk, right? Well, first of all, snakes don't have milk, but yes. Yeah, but so don't spiders. Exactly. So I think the actual process of milking something doesn't always necessarily mean that you're getting milk from it. Yeah. 
I think it just means that you're extracting some kind of fluid from it. Then why don't we just say extracting? Is it because milk is one syllable and we're just lazy? I think it's just become like a common phrase in society. Like, I mean, like, I think we, we use it in everything, right? Like, oh, we milked it. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, yeah, if you're selling something, you're like, I'm going to milk this. Yeah, I'm going to milk that, Jane. That still doesn't feel like it's the same. No, it doesn't. So what do they do? I'm still curious what the term is for snakes. Like, well, but, I guess well, would, what would you extract from a snake, though? Venom. That can't be milking, though. Well, I guess at that point, like you said, it's extracting because they use it for like science and stuff like that. Yeah, but I also think because it's for some reason, I feel like also because it's coming from its mouth. I'm not a snake. <laughs> You're also not a scientist. That should have been the comparison. I don't know why you compared yourself to a snake first. Well, like, like the snake would know the, the, the phrase that we're looking for. Like, well, not a I mean, snake. You talked about uh, your worm story. The blue, blue, blue. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, there are certain sounds that you already know go with certain movements, bro. Yeah, it's called onomatopoeia. Think about it. Think about it. It's onomatopoeia. Like, I you, guess in a sense. Not in a sense. It is that. No, 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 no. Because onomatopoeia doesn't necessarily. Boom, pop, pow. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a movement. That's a. That's like that's a. onomatopoeia. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that, bro. Like, boom is not a movement. Boom is like, oh, that came from a bomb. I think onomatopoeia. Is it though? Because like, if you read comics, like yeah, no, you, that's not. or even if somebody watch punches bo- somebody, that's a boom too. Yeah. I always thought it was like a. Well, that's not. Well, pish. That was in one two. I've seen that before. I'll give you that. That was a one two. I will push. I will push. Um, what is a will push? What is a will push? Onomatopoeia. I don't know who made that up, but uh, somebody with the big brain. Yeah, that was that's pretty smart when they did that. Like they're writing comics and they're like, okay, well we don't have any sound in this, so what do these sounds make? That sounds like a boom. How are words made? Etymology. What? <laughs> Etymology is the history of words. That doesn't sound right. Etymology sounds like the study of bugs. We've had this conversation before. I feel like we have. I think that there's like two words and they're the same thing. It's like etymology and something weird like that. Well, whatever it is, I I heard that uh, from a comic strip in the newspaper that the reason why daylight savings is a thing is so that the people who study bugs, the bug people, um, they can study bugs longer. I don't know if that's true. That is, I mean, I would never verify that. The reason behind that would be something dumb anyway, because we're the only country that does that. You're very right. My friends in England and all over the world, your friends in France and all over the world, they don't do that. They look at us and they're just like, why? Is that a thing that exists? I wonder, I does Australia go through daylight savings? Not Australia, Alaska. I feel like they would. No, no, no. I thought Alaska is like the same thing as like Antarctica. Like it's like light for a long time and then dark for a long time. I mean, it's up there. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that. I think no. that's pretty crazy too. Like imagine living for six months at night. Yeah, I don't want to do that. It just seems like a weird experience though. I'd like to try it. Oh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you would have some daytime. No, no, no. Remember, it like it literally is like six months of light, six months of darkness. I'm thinking about Norway. That's pretty up there. But yeah, it was, it was day too. and night, like the song. Day and night. night. <laughs> 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 no, nah, but yeah, because I remember in that, uh, I think in Superman, they were doing that. It was uh, Lois Lane was um, in Alaska during the. Yeah, it's also a months. comic book and a superhero. Yeah. And then she like had to like close the blinds just so she could have some darkness because like our brains obviously can't like. That sounded really weird when I actually said it. Yeah, it did. She got some darkness. (laughs) She got some dark in her life. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's so bright. Yeah, it's so weird. Speaking of like superheroes and everything like that, I, uh, I heard. Um, of course, they've recasted Batman as what's his face from the movies. I don't. Oh uh, yeah, what's his name again? Robert Pattinson. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sure. Him. Yeah. I found out that in the Flash solo film that they're apparently still doing. Um. That. What's his? Um. I can't remember his name. Uh, that dude who plays Flash in the season. No, show? not Flash. The guy who played Batman in Justice League. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. There we go. They're yeah. casting him for Flash. Yeah. No, not Flash. But he's reprising his role as Batman in that in the Flash solo film. Why would they do that if they're already doing Robert Pattinson as the new? Because guy? I think chronologically it would make sense because you have to think about the time where Batman recruited Flash for the Justice League. It's essentially kind of following that same timeline, I would assume. So therefore, just to keep our human brains simple, they would just do that. You know what I always found surprising <clears throat> is the fact that they never made Batman a different character besides Bruce Wayne. And the only time they did that was when they made like Batgirl and stuff like that. But surprisingly enough, it seems like Batman in his role, which he always was always talking about, I wanted to represent something that anybody could be. It's surprising that they didn't make it like Robin and somebody different was Batman. Like, well, I mean, I guess like chronologically it did get to that, but you think about Superman on Earth 1, 2 through whatever, it's always Clark Kent, it's always Superman. I guess that's true. But it, I do understand what you're coming from where... Because he's a regular person though. Like Superman makes sense, but, but, but Batman... Okay. But the Flash doesn't then. Because you have people like Jay Garrick, which was like the first Flash, quote unquote. Like yeah, if you're going true, by that's like true, that's true. But then again, like the first but Batman Flash, was always Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like forever. But like if you're thinking about Batman, like eventually when Batman Christopher now um Bruce Wayne <laughs> when Bruce Wayne hung up the cowl, Robin eventually moved from Robin to Nightwing to Batman. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. And then like the new Robin in like the whole new timeline with the new fifty two and all that, like Bat Robin is um, his son, Damian Wayne. I don't know why they chose the name Damian. I mean, why did they choose the name Bruce? Uh, Bruce is pretty fitting. You ever oh. met a Bruce before? Yeah, he, he's like Batman. <laughs> I, no, 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 he's not. I met. I had a Bruce that uh, went to school with. He was not like Batman. Uh, no, I met a Bruce before. <clears throat> he was pretty smart. Really, like, he was. He's really smart. He yeah, so was mine. That's some weird. That's weird. But he wasn't Batman. Yeah, I'm always kind of like Batman a little bit. Anyway, let's stop talking about superheroes because I know these cats don't want to hear about their superheroes. Well, I mean, it's, it's everything. Everything's super. Your brain's super. Their brains are super. Whack. How <laughs> <laughs> is that whack? Um, dang, I don't know. I did just think about that Snyder Cut thing, though, because I was just looking at a video for that. Yeah, it's coming out soon. How do you feel about actually... Um, I don't know how I feel about it, but movies are opening back up. Like theaters. Theater right now, dog. That's too much. That's a little bit too risky. Like, I feel like with everything going on in the world, yes, we're still under the coronavirus. Um, I don't know how I feel about movie theaters opening back up. Unless they did something like, um, have you been to the Pantheon? What is it? In, um, I don't know if it's in Newport News or, or something. I know what you're like talking about. I've never been to it, but I heard about it. You're talking about the one that's almost like really, really big. Like, yeah. yeah. And there's like movie theaters like the Alamo Draft House, and there's another movie theater that I remember going to like in Charlotte. Those, so my idea for like movie theaters, like the one that we go to, like all the seats are pretty much right next to each other. Right. There's like not really much space. And of course, like I'm thinking of if a person has to get up to go to the bathroom right, or something right. like that, you're essentially walking over to people. I do think that movie theaters could should kind of enact that other like that more open 
side of things because it could be like two to three people like in a like their little clumper section but you don't have to worry about like getting up and crossing over somebody because there's so much space kind of like between the seats that you're in but also like it's pretty much an open theater so like a cinema cafe type setup yeah, perfect yeah, yeah i got you like basically almost like but without the tables like just clumps of people in separate places yeah well no i mean even still like uh the i think it's the pantheon all right i, I, I want to say the alamo draft house has it too where they have their individual tables that are like on your seat so you just like swivel it around and that's your like little table no no that makes sense actually i don't know if you saw that instagram post about <laughs> concerts that were doing something like that yeah like they're doing like uh, in their cars like drive-thrus no no, no. Drive actually this one was like a. okay so you know how like at the um the uh what was it where's the place that we have like conventions at the uh virginia home loan amphitheater y- yeah you know what i'm talking about like no one- i've never been to a concert no no no, no, no not, not concerts like the conventions like like the where is it the Hamp- hampton coliseum yeah hampton coliseum well, I've never been to a concert. The only thing I've done for Hampton Coliseum, like, concert-worthy is probably, like, when I was young and I watched Disney on Ice. <clears throat> no, I'm just talking about being at the Hampton Coliseum. We usually have, you know, whatever conventions we go there for. Yeah. And you know how, you know how we have, like, uh, when you're, like, walking down the stairs, it's, like, these, like, metal stairs. Yeah. So, basically, there were, like, setups like that. <clears throat> like, I don't want to say stages, but essentially, they were like that. Like, small areas of just, like, metal and they just had like chairs in them and they had blockades around them too. And they had like, if I want to like guess, there was probably about a hundred to 200 of them set up just in a field. And people were like six feet away from each other. And there was like the stage all the way up in the front. So, I mean, at that point, I feel like there would have to be like a bunch of monitors. Cause, well, I mean, if you're talking about that and that openness, that is essentially like the Virginia Home Loan Amphitheater, or at least the outside part of it. Because like you have that field section that's just like just humans are just like roaming. And then there are sections like up front where you can like um, like sit, sit closer. Right? I don't know. I have, I've never been to a concert. I don't know how these things work. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, concerts are usually pretty pretty close quarters so they would have to think of something but i don't know man i feel like they should like we've been innovating our way through this whole situation anyway like my thing is like this bro if you're in a new situation keep innovating you never know when that innovation or that idea can be of use you never know what that can manifest into so my thing is just kind of like okay we're in the situation now but don't think of ideas that are so fitting to this that we need the situation to do those ideas. Think of ideas that can almost just bypass the situation so that even when we're out of it, we can still use that idea like, oh, that's pretty dope. Like, we should still do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's dope to me, bro. I don't know. I, it's There's a lot of good and a lot of weird that's come out of this situation. Definitely. <clears throat> like, I never thought like I'd be living where I had to wear a mask pretty much everywhere. Which I don't. <clears throat> I'm not being with that. I'm not being with Zoom either. I don't like Zoom. I don't like. I don't know, man. I just don't like any of it. I'm not even a social media guy, so this whole like communication through digital is very weird for you. I just don't like it, bro. Like physical interactions, my thing. It's just how I like. No, I'm not even talking about like. Of course, people always like, yo, slide in the DM. I'm not even talking about interaction <laughs> between like the opposite sex. I just mean in general, like when I'm having a conversation with somebody. If I'm on the phone with you, it's probably mm-hmm. trying to coordinate when we can get together. Like, not with this like the whole time. I'm just like over. Oh, I hate that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely weird. Like, uh, their stock is good. Like, because every, everybody's using Zoom. Like, schools are opening back up uh, and using Zoom for, for that aspect of things. So, uh, it has its good and it has its bad. But, like, I do miss, like, 
human interaction, like high fives. I just feel slap like slap five. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like when like things like Zoom first came out, bro, like. Well, you know, they, Zoom has been out for, for years. Exactly. But I mean, when they first designed that, it was originally done for what? Corporations, meetings, yeah, it business, was like, professional um, reasons. It was like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Slack. It's, right, right. It's like pretty that. much that. Like just in a company or like even Skype at, at work, like people are, are interacting with each other like through something that's not email because it's just a quick message. No one wants to write a, a long email for, hey, can you send me this report? Right. You can just type Exactly. It. So I feel like when in the you know, whatever inception, incipient form of Zoom. Great movie. I, yeah, I don't I don't think that Zoom was designed for the purpose that it's being used for now. Like, don't get me wrong, it works. Yeah. But I feel like because so many people are like, like crowding it now, Zoom crashes all the time, like around the country. They fix it with bugs or whatever, but. Really, I haven't had Zoom crash. <laughs> yeah, we had a crash twice. Um, like oh, how long ago though? Because I haven't had a crash. I probably had a crash in Zoom maybe last month. I mean, I was. In Are Florida. you keeping it updated? That's a big thing. Like you. No, no, no. I don't mean a crash on my Zoom. I mean a crash on like nationwide. Like I was talking oh. to cats from different states who were in meetings. You know, whatever meetings they had to go to, and they would just like get canceled because they couldn't do anything. Like. Yeah, we never had that issue. Yeah, we had that before. I haven't. Maybe it's just because like I keep I constantly keep updating Zoom and I'll just tell right, them. Right, yeah, of course. They're always hey, trying to fix the bugs. Update your Zoom and make sure it's like the most current version. I mean, it's like your phones. Like whenever you have a system update or software update, you just it, it'll run slower uh, if it's still like two updates behind because yeah. your phone is just like uh, uh, not designed uh, for this. It's just like like Napoleon Dynamite. Gosh. Which I'm not with at all. I like never update my phone because yeah, I'm always scared that it's going to update into something that I don't want. Well, like Windows. But Windows. Apple does free updates, though. Typically, Windows. No, nah, I don't mean. I don't even care about what they're paying for. I just mean like with Apple updates, like they'll but they tell you what you're getting. I know, but I, sometimes I don't like it. I'll read it and I'll be like, I don't want that. Well, that's your point. You're you're reading it. You need to watch like the live streams or the highlights of it. I mean, I'll see all the good parts, but it doesn't take away the bad parts that I saw. Like, I don't want that. That's trash. Again, the bad parts make the good parts, and the good parts make the gooder parts. What? <laughs> I'd be like, bro, what is this? I'm telling you, the gooder parts make it good and the bestest parts makes them bester. Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like that's something that Dwight would say in The Office. Oh, man, I haven't watched The Office in a long time, bro. It's a great show. It is a great show, it's a though. Phenomenal show. Y'all got to know that. Like, if y'all have never seen The Office, which surprisingly, I found out there's a lot of people that have never seen it before. It's very weird to me. I don't understand it. Well, it is, I'm not gonna lie, it is a certain type of comedy. Um, I mean, it's almost like Fargo. Fargo is a very popular show, but it's just dry humor. It's dark humor. Like Fargo was weird. Well, I mean, if you're talking dark humor, I'm pretty sure there's so much stuff that was hidden in like Disney movies growing up that were not okay. True, true. But even that is not like that's like subliminal humor. Like dark humor is on some like somebody gets murdered and you laugh. Oh. Because of like the way they just because like maybe the way they happened to get murdered was funny. Like. Oh, or like Creed when he showed up to that uh that office holiday party for Halloween. That's <laughs> not dark. Even that's not dark. That's just cringy. That Creed got just me weak, bro. Dripping in blood and he's just like, Oh, perfect costume. Oh my god, bro. Creed was crazy. Creed yeah, is if you guys ever do watch the office, bro, you have certain characters that are very underestimated. Like, pay attention to that guy, Creed. He's crazy. Bro. I don't even know if his name is actually Creed because he, he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know if his name is Creed. I'll, I'll give you that. No one knows who that man is. 
Dude. Creed Braxton. Creed Braxton, bro. Great man. Great man. So what sets us apart from other podcasts? Like, why are we different? Why do people need to listen to us over another podcast? I mean, I, I just feel like we're the type of dudes that we don't have a plan for a lot. Like, even in our own lives, we, we kind of just, like, live it out. And we do the podcast the same way, bro. Like, a lot of times I feel like I wish people would talk more about the things that commonly go through our head rather than trying to like spread some message you know because right. they have a big platform bro like, like like the joker said do i look like a guy yeah <laughs> i just do things you know gordon the cops the mayor they're all schemers <laughs> yeah guys by the way there's gonna be a lot lot of movie quotes me and jb watch too much movies too many movies um yeah. i so, was watching venom like right before he came over great movie hilarious movie there's so many scenes in that movie they're just so stupid and funny yeah. but we quote batman a lot quote batman a lot mostly batman so yeah. if you watch batman you should be good but there's other stuff that we may quote here and there but nothing we're never gonna be like too like i don't like that either when people do so many inside jokes that like the audience is like i don't even know what you're talking about but well, i mean the movie's not an inside joke because it's a very outside movie like the world has access to it true it but i feel like people those memories of those scenes are not as like they, we just happen to laugh very hard at those scenes well that's also because like we watch it like four or five times in a year that's true scenes kidding? that are not at that point scenes that are not supposed to be funny are very very funny yeah so they're hilarious and i love them if you haven't seen Batman when that movie came out in 2008, I have no idea what Rocky you're living under. I'm not going to lie to you, though. I was literally just talking to somebody, and she said that she has never seen Batman before. And so, I could understand if someone says they don't like the film and they saw it, but how do you go so long with Never movie? seeing it? Yeah. They, that person had never seen Inception, Batman. They've never seen... Um, any the, Christopher the Nolan movie <laughs> pretty much no Christopher Nolan movie they never seen anything bro it, I mean they had never seen Star Wars before like I mean literally had never laid their eyes on a movie they've heard of it of course Star Wars is everywhere but they had never laid their eyes on any Star Wars movie at all I don't understand how how I feel like at that point you're purposely avoiding them yeah that's like somebody saying they don't like the Marvel movies like okay I'm not gonna Marvel movies are great but that's like somebody saying they actively like the DC live action movies better. I just feel like that's weird. The animated movies are a lot better. DCs? Yes. For sure. But, and because it's so funny, it's, it's such an interesting trade-off too. DC's animated movies and live action TV shows are so much better than Marvel's live action TV shows. Marvel's True, live I agree like with that. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I forced myself to watch it because I'm so invested into it. But at a certain point, I didn't like it anymore. Right. DC? Flash was good, though. I'll always come back to it. I mean, there were some seasons that were dry. No, I wouldn't even say for... I don't know. I didn't. I had mixed feelings about the last season. About Flash? Yeah. Yeah. It was I'll watch good. it again. I, even not even just the last. There's a couple of different seasons that I wasn't really like feeling like that. But, you know, it is what it is. I kind of let it ride. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the inaugural episode of the Orange Milk Mafia podcast. It has been a blast making it. We hope that you have enjoyed this as much as we've had as much fun. Like, share, and subscribe. Wow. Yes, but no. <laughs> um, if you could, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts at Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, wherever that is, we would highly appreciate if you were to drop a rating uh, and share this with your friends. So let them know that you Tell your liked friends it. about it. Tell your parents about it. Tell your grandparents about it. Tell your cousin. I know you guys like your cousins. Tell your dog about it. 
Your dog's a cool person. You should talk to him more often. Even your fish. I know you got a fish out there. There's your like fish a, is waiting to hear something exactly. like this. Exactly. They've been waiting their whole life. Anyways, this has been Jabren and this has been um, Isaiah. <laughs> We're the Orange Milk Mafia. Thank you. Love yous. Bye. <laughs>